Good evening, this is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. Yes, I'm taking it there. Um, I listened to them when I was in high school. So I figured, you know, today is a perfect day to bring the 90s fucking back. Huh. So, some people sleepwalk. I've never sleepwalked in my life, but I did sleep purchase. And I, I today I was checking my bank statement. And I thought, wait a minute. $9 from iTunes. I thought, okay, is that my, my iCloud storage? No. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I somehow slept on the Apple TV remote, and I thought something was up because I woke up and the music thing was up, and it said, you know, pick your setting. I went, what? And then I realized, oh, oh, I am subscribing to... Apple Music now, which I'd done years ago, and I thought I don't want to go back to. But um, you know, you can't go back. Hey, Apple, you know that was an accidental purchase, okay? You know, let me take this one mic off. I don't know why I have it on. There we go. I have like the external mic for if I want to plug in a guitar, but I can't play a guitar for shit. Yeah, you really can't. You can sing a little bit. But see, that's part of the DNA fuckover. And it really is a fuckover. My father can play guitar. I can't, but I can sing. He can't. And he tries, and he tries, and sometimes I just want to say, shut up. But I can't because that's not nice. You know. I couldn't always sing, but you know what? I at least learned scales. And those are not easy to do. And then you got to learn to sing from your diaphragm. All kinds of crazy shit. You think Celine Dion does it easy? No. Fuck no. Fuck that bitch. <sighs> I love Wu-Tang. Even rappers. The good ones. Rap from their diaphragm. That's how they do it so fast. Yeah. I love Wu-Tang Clan. I love Method Man. I Some of my friends, I don't like rap. Because you didn't hear it at the right time. I did. I thought, oh, this shit is good. You know, I mean, um, Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, MC Light, um, LL Cool J. I think rap gets a really bad rep. Probably because now they think that the shit that's out now was you know is what rap is they don't realize that before all this auto-tune crap and before everyone was singing hooks people would get on the mic you know run dmc and um salt and pepper and tupac and biggie i'm not a big biggie fan i understand you all like him you know, more money, more problems. Hey, more power to you. You know, it's it's interesting when Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, she gets a nickname, the no notorious R R R Ruth Bader Ginsburg, R R R B 
RBG? The notorious RBG? Is that how they say it? I don't know. To the notorious B.I.G. Here's what they have in common. They're both from Brooklyn. So the, the, you know, um, Supreme Court Justice and Biggie have something in common right there. I want to go see the documentary on her because she doesn't back down. I mean, you know, and she's a female justice, you know, and they're very far and few on the Supreme Court. You know, um, Justice O'Connor used to be called the swing vote. She didn't like that. Are you kidding me? She also found it really sexist and, you know, I mean, let's talk about sexism because I deal with it. It's, I am the lone male. I am the lone male. And then sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing because the rest will all squabble. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, why do I have to fucking deal with this shit? Why? Why? And they're very gossipy and backstabbing and I'm like, oh, God. I know in one of my past lives, I was a woman. We all choose our lives for a reason. The next past life, I'm coming back as a man again because I am not. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Bridezilla? What the fuck? I remember the girls in high school. They would all read the bridal magazine because that, that was what they were looking for. They weren't looking forward to an education. They were looking forward to getting knocked up, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah, because that's some country bumpkin right there. And you know. Yeah, because even Northern, Northern California, some of, the, some of the teens, when I was a teenager, they acted like we lived in Alabama. I fuck you not. Oh, my God. They, would, they had Confederate stickers on their trucks. And it's like, this is California. This is not Alabama. Um, that's probably why I don't go to that bar. There's a local bar about a few miles from me. I will not go to it. I went to it once. A friend of mine, I talked about this, is half Mexican also. And I was like, let's get out of here. Oh, but my friends are here. I said, okay, listen, we are respectable people. We know what's wrong, what's right and wrong. This shit is a big redneck fucking bar. Let's get the fuck out right now. And we left. Because I don't want to be in that shit. I already dealt with that shit in high school. Oh, my God. Some of those rednecks chewing their tobacco. My grandfather chewed tobacco, but you know what? He chewed it in a respectable way. He had a spit cup. These little fuckheads would spit it, and it's everywhere. And you step in it. I remember where I was. I'll never forget. I was sitting next to this one dude, and he was really tall. And I had a, I had a, a way of saying the wrong thing, and people would, you know, try to deck me. And he was sitting next to me and he was chewing tobacco and he's just looking at me and he's saying all kinds of shit. And I looked at him and I said, you know, you're chewing it wrong. And he looks at me, how the fuck do you know how to chew it? I said, well, my 80 something year old grandfather chews it. And he'd even tell you, you're about to throw up right now. Right when I said that, he swallowed some of it. He raised his hand and asked to go to the bathroom. So then he comes back and he says to the teacher, I don't want to sit next to him ever again because he thinks I made him throw up. And I'm like, no, you just don't know how to fucking chew. You know, I don't know. I don't chew tobacco, but my grandfather told me a thing or two. Come on. Don't fuck it up. 
you know, people never listen. They don't listen. They just do what they fucking want to do. And, you know, this morning I had too much time to kill. And I mean time. I didn't actually kill anything. Um, I went to Target and window shopped. Not a lot of people go to Target and window shop. I was looking at moisturizers. I love, they were like looking at me. Do you need help? No. <coughs> I'm just looking around. Can a person go and look around? I'm looking at Metallica shirts. They had an, a Captain America shirt. I love Captain America for mil- multiple reasons, not just obvious reasons. And, um, oh, look. A commercial. Yes. That kind of fits what I do. But I want to work with them when they're ready to become adults. Because I can't take this shit anymore. Oh, my God. And I love when they say, are you going to come back? No. I'm thinking about it. I say I'm thinking about it, but in truth, I kind of have already made my decision. It's kind of a, a way of, okay. Now it's time to look. Look. Oh, I got work to do. You got to look for another one. You got work to do. Oh, yeah. I just had to go there. Mm. I like I like this Apple Music thing. I haven't list- used it in a while. I usually use Spotify, but Spotify has ads. If you pay for Apple Music, I think it's nine, $9 a month. So, you know, it's it's okay. I mean, it's, you know, I could at least listen to some ministry records because I don't, I own like one ministry song because they're kind of, they're interesting but kind of scary if you listen to them at night. And um, I don't know. that Ministry is kind of like Nine Inch Nails before they kind of added a little pop, you know, a little mainstream to it. So, um... Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. I'm going to play something. So seven years ago, a lot of things went down. I'll never forget this. I could not sleep. I I always had problems sleeping. Even now, it's kind of like a chore to go to bed early. And I was up all night one time, seven years ago, on July 22nd, 2011. And then the next morning, on July 23rd, this happened. When I was listening to that, I was on my way. I had to go to work to do this. I wasn't even working that day. I think I had to use the Wi-Fi because my Wi-Fi was not fast. And I'm on the computer, and I'll never forget what I saw. And I'm listening to that. I will forever listen to that song and think of July 23rd, 2011, because that's the day that Amy Winehouse died. And that song was, it's so eerie. Watch out, 
And I was like, oh my God, it's like this kind of fits. You know, Tool said it best. I know, you know, I, well, I can't say it. I have to sing it. No Pro Tools. I know who the pieces fit Cause I watched them fall away No fault, none to blame It doesn't mean I don't desire And I thought, well, you know, everything that coralesced that day, that Amy, I, I listened to Amy Winehouse all day that day, and I had been listening to her for months. My friend and I, I went to go see her in Los Angeles. Uh, we haven't spoken in a while, um, but it was good times. And she was with this real jerk. She's still with him. That's probably why we're not speaking. And, um, you know, usually when you go to meet people, oh, you know, they have their, you know, we have guests kind of attitude. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank God I was there. My friend can't drive. So we go to this um, to this bar and they're listening to music and it was okay. And her boyfriend decides to get shit face drunk. So I had to drive her home. Then he calls us in the middle of the night. Can you come pick me up? And I told her, uh-uh. You tell him to sleep that shit off. And I put it on speaker and I said, you sleep that shit off. I don't do yo-yo. And, and he slept that shit off. So then the next morning he calls. So then she says to me, can we go pick him up? He's in Long Beach. Okay. You tell him he owes me gas money. We got in the car. We were, I didn't have, I, there was no way I could hook my iPhone up to the car at that time. I don't think I had the necessary capabilities because it was the two thousand. it was the, I think it was the iPhone 10. And so she's looking for CDs and she finds the one burnt copy I have of Amy Winehouse back to black. And so we're listening to it and it's skipping and then we put it to one side and it's, and it's working, you know, and then he calls us. Can we go somewhere? Okay. We get there. Okay. She says, Hey, let's go to the beach. I'm like, okay. And I'm driving. I don't really know my way around there. So they're telling me where to turn. They don't know street names. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like driving with, you know, I don't know what to compare it to. It's, it's like driving with a, a child. <laughs> so we get there we're having fun we're walking through and then he says let's drive back and get food and have a picnic and i looked at him and i said okay first of all i don't go back and forth we are here let's stay here let's enjoy it because you owe me gas money i don't remember if he gave me gas money and then and then this guy was a piece of work then he as i get ready to leave okay he says to me, and I quote, I'm sorry about what happened last night, but, you know, shit happens. He said, but. And I, I, I later called my friend. And I said, I'm going to tell you something. She's like, I know. And she kept apologizing for it. No, 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 no. I'm a year older than you. Let me explain something to you. Okay. When you apologize to someone and you say, but. That's not a real apology, okay? She says, yeah, you're kind of right. I said, no, I'm not kind of right. I'm right. That is a half-ass apology. So, um, okay, let's see. About a year later, I go back to visit again. Cinco de Mayo weekend. <sighs> 
he pulls this shit again. And I love how he says, oh, I'm going to change, I'm going to change. And I'm thinking to her, and I said to her, because I would be very blunt with her. And she liked it, you know, and I said, I'm going to tell you something. He needs to go to AA or something. He is an alcoholic. Yeah, you're, kind, you're probably right. I said, yeah. So I asked him, I said, because he had said to me, you know, if I'm going to drink, I'll have you drive, okay? All right. Oh, no. He drove anyway. I, 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 <clears throat> he basically ruined the day. We went to Redondo Beach having fun, and then he gets drunk, and he's a real jerk, and she doesn't want to be near him, and we have to get in the car with him. And I remember we were going to go to have Pinkberry, which is like a very specific yogurt that is only available in certain cities. And um, we didn't go because his drunk ass took us somewhere else. So finally we get back to their apartment and they lived like in a studio. It wasn't even really an apartment. It was like a, a back room. <laughs> so we're there. And I and I was gonna go have lunch with a friend of mine who lived um, a few miles away, and so uh, we were gonna go have Mexican food. So then I said to my friend, "Hey, you want to go with me?" No, that's okay, because her and the boyfriend were not talking. You know, it was like an episode of Jerry Springer. Uh, they didn't. I don't even know if they throwed punches. I sometimes wonder. So anyway. So I said, okay, and I said goodbye to them. They're not talking. They're sitting on opposite sides of the room. Um, so then I get uh, into the car. Not a moment too soon, my friend calls me crying. Can you come pick me up? Okay. I'm about to get on the freeway. Next thing you know it, she calls me back. Oh, don't bother. Are you kidding me? This is baby shit. This is kind of why I don't talk to her, Okay. She was a big Amy Winehouse fan. That's what I miss. We called each other. We would listen to Amy Winehouse and just talk about it. You know, good friends, good friends. You know, as she would say, it's not the business. And I started to put two and two together. And then I was talking to people and they said, your friend is in probably in an abusive relationship. And I said, yeah, because he left on foot, you know, and he had problems. He had major, major problems. And she took off one time and she didn't go home for days and days, I remember. And he's messaging me, you know, your friend. I know you two are friends, but she lies. And I'm thinking, I don't even know you that well. And you're telling me this kind of shit. So, you know, um, I don't know. She, uh, yeah, she and I kind of had a falling out. So I miss her. But at the same time, you know, it's like, hey, my my suggestion was to her, I'll teach her how to drive. Because I knew that relationship was not going to last with them. And now they're still together. And he, she can't go anywhere unless he drives her or unless she calls an Uber. So she has no freedom whatsoever. She thinks she has freedom. So it's it's sad. So whenever I think of Amy Winehouse, the music, I, I think a little bit of her. <coughs> so we had good times. Um... That was the other thing. We were supposed to go to a concert, and then they, like, thankfully I went with someone else. They kind of, you know, oh, we can't go. We're going to the, where were they going? It's a kind of rockabilly thing. And then they never went. That was a weird thing. They, it was weird, weird, weird. 
They did take me to see one band called Manic Hispanic, and it was boring as fuck. And I remember sitting there and thinking, I have to listen to this shit. I actually sat there, I stood there, and I played a game on my iPhone. I was that bored. And they lied to me because they told me they were going to take me to see the first Avengers movie. It was playing that weekend. No, they didn't even go. I was like, these fuckers. You know, so now I have reinforcements. Thankfully, I have a friend who wants to go see all the superhero movies and then family too, you know. (coughs) All right. Let's talk about politics. Betsy DeVos. You've been warned. All right. Here's the thing. You Trumpers, you really have fucked up this time. Oh, we're voting for the lesser of two evils. All right, let me explain something to you. We all have to pay for your shit. Betsy DeVos. And I quote, Betsy said she was shocked by Friday's shootings. This is my response. What rock have you been living under, you vile snake? This is one of school shootings. This is one of the school shootings this year. It's terrifying, yet you don't even bat an eyelash. While you talk like you're chewing your face and nonchalantly refer to the evil visiting another school. Seriously, who selected this cold, unfeeling bitch with no qualifications whatsoever? So there's the Trump voters. I don't hate you. I feel sorry for you because we got to live with this shit. This bitch doesn't know anything about education. She sits up there and chews her face and talks. She went to Parkland. Oh my God, you have it's it's awkward. That's not someone who should be in charge of education, who doesn't even know about education and was mainly a donor of money and money talks and bullshit walks right there. So I'm not really mad at you, Trump voters. I feel sorry for you. Because now your children have to deal with that. I got to deal with that. The rest of us, the rest of the people who are going through education have to deal with that shit. Because you decided to vote for a fuck up. Big fuck up. And and I'm on my soapbox now and it's over. But yeah, I, I you know what? <sighs> Betsy, that fucking bitch. What's this? Oh, someone's having fun. Anyway. May 25th is almost here. I am almost free. Freedom. Oh, God. It feels so good. You know? Because we never, ever do anything nice and easy. We always do it rough. It's the way we did primary rolling. Rolling down the river. Try and sing that, Oprah. Remember? <laughs> About 21 years ago, she went on tour with Tina Turner and wore the Tina Turner wig. That is disturbing. Never in your wildest dreams, Oprah. You will never be Tina Turner. Not Bush City Limits. Oh, it's not the same, Oprah. At least I'm humble and 
I still get that feeling And I'm tired of dancing and singing And Oprah said, you're tired of it? And Tina Turner said, it's work I know it's work That Oprah sounds so kind of That's where I get oh, I love when she interviews people And then she, you know It's like she has no sympathy And here's Tina Turner 70 fucking something years old Saying I'm tired of dancing and singing It's work And Oprah's like it's. I know it's work And Tina's like But it's something you do all of your life Because she's been dancing and singing For 50 something years Older, longer than Oprah's been alive. Oh, yeah. A fool in love? Come on. Oh, I love Tina Turner. You know, we don't need another here. We don't need another Oprah. Yeah, I'm so tired of it already. (sighs) And December needs to get here because, you know, in December, I'm going to go see. So close, no matter how far, couldn't be much more from the forever. Trusting how Metallica is, and nothing else matters. I'm seeing Metallica. I've seen Tool. I love Tool. I've never seen Metallica. Never, never, never. And I'm very humble about it. I'm not. Oh. I'm not I don't I'm not one of those people. Oh yeah, I'm going to concerts see Metallica and you're not. Oh no. Like when I went to go see Tool last year. Where are you going? I'm going to go see Tool. You want to go? Because I think everyone should witness Tool in its splendor. I'm not going to see Taylor Swift, okay? I went to go see Tool, motherfuckers. Tool. They get up there, they sing, they play. Um, it makes you feel, you know, you feel something from your feet to the top of your head, you know. I went, I went with a friend. My former professor, my English professor was there too. And she got the same feeling I felt. That's what a tool show does. I already did a podcast months ago on tool and why they're so amazing. But to see them in concert is another thing. Yeah, they say don't film it. I filmed it anyway, okay? I hid that shit. I'd hold the phone and not look at it. Okay, oh, look, it's, there's Tool, you know? I would only do it to zoom in on Maynard because you can never see him. He's hiding in the shadows. Those of you who got the front seats, oh, you were in for a surprise. He was decked out in this weird kind of like, um, like he was doing battle, you know? But in the music industry, you do have to do battle because it is... It is shit. And I watched 20 Feet from Stardom. Darlene Love proves that the music industry has always been full of shit. Darlene Love famously recorded, He's a Rebel. He's a rebel. Now everybody else does. And that's the reason why. All right. She records it. They say to her, oh, yes. And Phil Spector was always full of shit. We're going to put it out as Darlene Love and the Blossoms. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. They put it with the Crystals name on it, sent the Crystals out on tour while they lip-synced to it. Yes. 
the oldest story in the book. Someone, it's Milli Vanilli. Someone else sings it, and another person goes up there and mimes it. And that pissed Darlene Love the fuck off. And it's in 20 Feet from Stardom about these background singers. She was not a background singer. She was a singer who could sing lead. And she got screwed over. So people love and hate Phil Spector, okay? The wall of sound. Be my, be my Phil. Oh my, oh, be the rhyme that's Phil. Phil Spector, you're a pill. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's probably why Martin Scorsese used Scorsese used um, "Be My Baby" for the opening of Mean Streets, and then Phil Spector tried to sue him. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, Phil had a very famous background singer who is not in Twenty Feet from Stardom because she's not a background singer; she's a famous lead singer. One day, Darlene Love didn't show up. This is not in the documentary. This is from a story that Cher told. And so Phil said to Cher, Cher, get in there. And that's how Cher began recording. And then she met Salvatore Bono. And the rest is, well, little man, this is Cher before me. You were pumping gas. And now you're singing with me. It's so mature. Now we're sunny and Cher. And now we hit the you know, Cher, I'm a Republican, and one day I'm gonna run for you. No, Sonny, you are gonna hit a tree and die. And she gave his eulogy, <laughs> and she wasn't even the wife anymore. But I'm not making fun of that because I love Cher and Sonny. You know, Sonny and Cher, come on. But Sonny, isn't that funny? That Sonny Bono, who is Mr. Hippie, becomes a Republican, not just any Republican, a Republican. Yeah, not just any Republican, a Palm Springs Republican. Those are just as bad. It's like the cockroach that's 20 times big and you try to step on it. No. And it just spreads like shit. <sighs> it's crazy times. It's crazy times. Cher had a birthday this weekend. She turned... 72 After love Love after love No matter how hard I try You keep pushing me aside But I can't break through There's no talking to you Half breed That's all I ever heard Half breed How I learned to hate the world Half breed Yeah some of this shit that she sings is pretty funny. But as a kid, I liked her in Moonstruck. I thought, oh, she sings? My, my late friend in college, we were in class one day, and we, were, and we were laughing about, and we were singing, If I Could Turn Back Time. Oh, yeah. And my computer teacher. <laughs> so this is us. We're, we're being silly, you know. We're like, if I could turn. just saying if I could turn back time we're seeing it like time if I could turn back time time 
And my teacher the next day says, thank you for singing that rendition. I had it in my head all night long. I said, oh, yeah, I heard it on the way to school today. How funny. <laughs> it was good times. My, my friend later, she burned me a share CD. She said to me, you should listen to the Shoop Shoop song because that's so you. <laughs> yeah. My friend was hilarious. She, we were discussing, you know how in the 60s and even now, people would follow so blindly and she referred to Charles Manson as, she wrote a paper on him for one of our classes. She referred to Charlie Manson as the great sheep herder. And I said, that's kind of a little demented right there. And she told me, look, mindless sheep followed him. I said, that's actually true. Yes. Um, oh, he was so disturbing disturbing you know and then you have all these you know heaven's gate cults i know people who have fallen for that cult shit you know it's called scientology <laughs> and every time i see the scientology ad i'm like what the fuck is that and that's what i think this whole trump thing is it's like scientology you're all turning into tom cruise you know matt Freud was wrong. Psychiatrists, psychiatry is evil. And the Church of Scientology teaches me, shut the fuck up. That's what I need to tell him. But basically, Tom Cruise's career has really shut the fuck up. It has shut the front door and it's done. It's done. Meanwhile, Nicole Kidman's hopping up and down. I'm Keith Urban, like, I want an Emmy, I want an Emmy, I want an Emmy. She's not hurting, because she didn't fall for that shit. And where is, where is John Travolta? Oh, where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where? He's getting a new robe. Ha, 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 stay in Scientology. He stays in Scientology. And before he needs to show how deep is his love for Scientology, he really needs to know. Because John Travolta and Tom Cruise are a bunch of fools with Scientology, and they all just fucked up now. It's like you all voting for Trump and we went down. La da 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 da. It's the truth. It's the truth. <sighs> Even Melania has drank the Kool-Aid. She drank it. We're not going to go into that, where that originates from because that is disturbing. And I already saw a documentary on it. My brother made us all watch it. Disturbing. Disturbing. I even had nightmares about it. I was like, what the fuck is that? So now when everyone wants to sit and watch 60 swinging minutes, I don't watch. I don't watch. Which is probably a better thing because you had to stick tissues up your nose just to clean shit off your shoe. That's true. Shit off your shoe. Yeah, I know. Shit off your shoe. I know, I know. 
Because if I smell shit on my shoe, I, I start to ralph like I'm going to vomit. You know, you should have seen me when I used to have to change my nephew's diapers. Putting your shirt over your face does not work. I literally would stuff tons of tissue up my nose. Oh, God, here we go. It's it's like, back up. Oh, my God, it's a big, giant mess. Oh, my God, thank God you warned me. And see, he's smart because most, okay, this kid is not dumb, smart as a whip. And would tug my arm when he needed to be changed. He could not really communicate except he would tug my arm or he would make a sound smart. He was very young. And I would change him. Most kids, oh, they don't even tell you until you smell it. With him, I didn't even have to smell it. I knew when it was coming because he would just get this look in his eye. And he'd walk over to me. Uh-oh. And then what happened was toward the end, he didn't want to really eat much. He just wanted to drink the bottle. So then it was usually piss. And I don't know who bought his diapers because those diapers were fucking cheap because he would piss right through the fucking diaper. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, and it was like Joan Crawford for me because, you know, this this isn't my first time at the rodeo. It wasn't, you know, I'd changed him once before, so. But I thought, oh, God, you know, I remember one time I, I had not changed a diaper probably ever. I may have, but I blocked it out. And he and I was babysitting him and he's walking around and the diaper is disintegrating. I'm like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. You know, and I'm like, I felt like how, you know, like a a, a teenage babysitter feels. And here I was in my 30s. Oh, God, what a, who do I call? I don't know what to do. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And that was a lot of shit. And it just, oh, God, you know. <sighs> Thank God I was potty trained. Thank God. It took a while, but I was potty trained, you know. I had a little toilet. I remember I was little. I had a little, you, you know, they would give you those little toilets that you practice in. It worked. I mean, you know. Um... The 80s were such a different time. I think now, I hate to say this, you all are just getting fucking lazy. Oh, I don't want to train them now. My parents, they, first of all, they knew. Probably because they read all the books. Too many of them. And um, my, mo my mother has a minor in psych, so you can't put one over on her. I've tried. And even when I was little. And um, so they got the little toilet. We each had one. You know, we would use it. It would work. We were sometimes bribed. You know, if you do this, okay. You know, the whole family was like that. My grandmother, may she rest in peace. I can't tell you how many times she bribed me. It was always funny, though, because, you know, I'd take the bribe. The one time I didn't is my family was very, very Catholic. Yes, they're very Catholic to the point where certain people don't divorce because they want to keep... The sacraments. What the heck? Anyway, and so my grandmother, my late, both of them are gone. Mm, both of them wanted us to take communion, not just me, all three of us. And we all said, no, no. My grandmother. Okay. My father's mother, she would bring it up and then she just stopped. 
my mother's mother would bring it up and then she would bribe us. If you do the, if you go to, if you go to catechism, you will get a party and you will get money. This is my response. No, I don't want it. I was already 17 and they still wanted me to do it. This is my response. I'm graduating in a few months and I already get a party. So ain't happening. Oh, but come on. Don't you want the last rights? Can I purchase them on eBay? You know, just shit like that. I mean, um, yeah. They thought we were like heathens. Oh, that family, they're a bunch of heathens because they won't do their catechism. Yeah, we didn't even go to church. We would go to church when people would like die or when they get married or when the baby gets baptized. But that's about it. We were thankfully given the freedom to choose whatever we wanted. So I believe in chakras. I'm sure the Catholic Church doesn't like that I believe in chakras. And the third eye. And if you don't know what the third eye is, it, it is the hypothalamus. Okay. I believe in the, the Kundalini, which is very interesting. So, you know, um, I believe in God and all that. So, but the Catholic Church would probably be like, oh, you're praying to Buddha? Oh, that's not right. That's not right. And I do. Because I believe you could take whatever you want, you know, and run with it, you know. And they chant. It's so cool. And then, you know, I mean, I look at, I have a chakra pyramid and it, I love it. You know, it brings me such, such joy and protection. And if you don't know about th your third eye, then you better tap into it. But the Catholic church doesn't want you to, I want you to, I mean, I still keep, you know, some of the little things that I have. I'm, I can't say I'm half Catholic cause that's kind of funny. Um, I still have the baptism and that's about it. That's about it. I could get rid of it, but I don't want to, you know, because then I know my grandmother's like, if you do that, you'll be in purgatory and I'm not coming after you. And I don't want to go there. Can you just imagine? If you went to purgatory, they would kick your ass out. I don't know where to send him. Oh, God, he's so impatient. Yeah. This has gone from random to crazy. I know. I know. So, I mean, people kind of wonder well, what's going to happen. Is St. Peter, you know, is Roseanne going to meet you at the gate? I hope not. I'd like to think that I met at the gate when I'm at least 102 or 110. I want to live a long fucking time. And, you know, whomever meets me at the gate, you know, you've been good. You've had a few moments or hiccups, shall we say. I've had a lot of those. But let's let him in. He's earned it. But then there might be a loophole. You know how they might just say, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You need to be reincarnated. You didn't learn about this. Send him back as a baby. Mama, mama, 
Yeah, I'm back. There will be no seance because I got to bone up on some of them. Today is my friend's birthday. I already did a podcast on that. I'm not going to say how old he is. Um, but yeah, happy birthday. I hope you enjoyed the video. That can be taken so many ways. And so this is the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm going to go and relax. And why is this popping up? Okay, that's nice. Um, I'm going to go and relax. And, you know, just... Um, mm, put on a little Sade. And really, really... Relax. Unpleasant dreams and good night. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by It's Tuesday and not even Wednesday. Hurry up.